For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. Ronnie K with you, MileHighSports.com, with another edition going to talk today. It is mock draft season as the Denver Broncos and their draft pick. And the potential player that they pick may have just come into a clearer vision with a massive trade that happened over the weekend. But first, our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Hey, they are a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. And, of course, with baseball season coming up and summertime, the rooftop views from Tap 14 are just spectacular. Go check them out. I was there a couple weeks ago. 70 Colorado beers on tap. The 100 Colorado Distilled Spirits, and of course, as always, that's my favorite, uh, Sean Drotar, more a fan of the 70 Colorado beers. Uh, No Drotar today, so you're stuck with me as we talk mock draft today. Now, on MileHighSports.com, you can check out a piece that I have written that uh, lays out essentially the top five and how the Jets trade with the Colts over the weekend plays a factor in how the Broncos will be picking and uh, who will be available. Now, if you're just catching up, the New York Jets do move to that number three spot and uh, leap the Denver Broncos as well as the Cleveland Browns, who are at number four as uh, they make a deal with the Colts, sending a ton of second round picks to get up there. The Colts will move back to number six behind Denver. We'll talk about the Colts later. Let's talk about the Jets and where they land and where they fall. You don't make this move unless you are after a quarterback, a quarterback that many reports have been as far as Josh Allen or Baker Mayfield potential picks. So it is going to be interesting to see what the Jets do with that pick. However, I do want to go up to uh, that top spot in number one, as I do believe it will be Sam Darnold, that fine USC quarterback. They're going to Cleveland number one. This is John Dorsey's uh, uh, offseason to essentially revamp a Cleveland Browns offense that uh, really has been a laughingstock for many, many years. This is his chance to completely revamp the offense for that Browns team. And it starts with the quarterback position, Sam Darnold at number one. I think it's just going to be a fine pick. And the Browns are really the biggest winner in this Jets deal because at three, there was an opportunity for the Indianapolis Colts to be picking a team, a player that is not a quarterback because, of course, they have theirs in Andrew Luck. Well, with the Jets picking now at number three, that essentially opens up all opportunities At number four, and we'll get to that in just a second. Now, at number two, this is where it gets interesting because the Giants, this is a hot spot to trade out of. This is a potential pick that could be traded, uh, but I do believe they will stick with this pick and they will stick with the quarterback position, finding their future in Josh Rosen, of course, the uh, UCLA quarterback, uh, number two to the Giants. I think it's very telling that... The Giants would not move that pick in a trade with the Jets, and the Jets could only move up to three. 
you only if you're going to mortgage picks and, and move picks to to jump up to get your quarterback of the future if you're the Jets, you're gonna go as high as possible, particularly to one if you can, to get your guy and ensure that he is on your roster come draft day, or at least is a selection. But they they couldn't do that. They couldn't get to the the first or the second pick. Now that could be because of being overpriced. That certainly is an option. But I do believe it was because if you're a team that wants a quarterback, whether you're picking one or two, the Browns and the Jets, you aren't moving that pick because you can't pick a quarterback at six as there's a very good shot that all of them are gone. So that's why I do believe the Giants will take quarterback at number two, and I do believe it will be Josh Rosen. And and I think most people have uh, at least discussed Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, being the two best quarterbacks, they are the two most polished. They are expected to be the two out of the gate that that right away uh, start for their team. So Josh Rosen at number two. Number three is where the Jets, of course, sit now after that trade-up. And I do believe they're after that quarterback out of Wyoming. That's Josh Allen, the big-armed quarterback, inaccurate in college, a career 56 completion percentage number for him. That's not great. And history says... History says that a quarterback who is inaccurate in college doesn't all of a sudden magically become an accurate quarterback in the NFL. Now, really, your only outlier over the last 15 years, per se, is Matthew Stafford, who in Georgia was generally an inaccurate quarterback under 60% completion. But even in his final year at Georgia, Matthew Stafford completed 60% of his passes. And we all know in the NFL, when you are an inaccurate passer, you are doomed as a quarterback. And for every Matthew Stafford, there's to name, I could give you a Tyrod Taylor. I could give you a Jake Locker, a Teddy Bridgewater guys who have just been underwhelming in their NFL careers who were also inaccurate in college. So I do believe the jets will take Josh Allen. They fall in love with that big arm, but we will see if he becomes an NFL prospect. And that leads us to that number four pick again, going back to it. And again, this is where Cleveland is such a big winner because with the quarterbacks being selected two and three, you at number one and four now by default, get the best quarterback that you believe is on the board and the best non quarterback, which you believe is on the board. And that non-quarterback is Saquon Barkley. And I think this is where John Dorsey continues that transformation of the offense and uh, giving Sam Darnold a just a lethal weapon right out of the gate. And Saquon Barkley, of course, out of Penn State, he's a guy who uh, is just a, a specimen. <laughs> That's what you want to call it at the running back position. Uh, the number four pick to Cleveland. And this is kind of one of those things where now you pair your quarterback with the running back. We saw Dallas be successful with this when they paired Dak Prescott with Ezekiel Elliott. So it is going to be interesting to see how Denver or excuse me, Cleveland goes as far as that fourth pick. But I do believe it will be Saquon Barkley. And there are a lot of enticing picks here. We talk about Denzel Ward, who homegrown talent, Ohio State cornerback is a massive need for the Browns and they have gone corner high in the draft in the in the past we have seen that Joe Hayden an example but to pass on Saquon Barkley and that talent is just too tough and I do believe it starts there for the Browns that makes the selection for the Broncos at five really really interesting because you now have the decision to make between 
one of the high-profile quarterbacks, the fourth one, the one that's left over in, in Baker Mayfield, or what potentially may be the best player, a bona fide stud on the offensive line, and that's Quentin Nelson, the Notre Dame offensive lineman. And this is where the selection gets iffy because you're really looking at, if, if you were to judge these two, one's 51%, one's 49%. This is a very close pick. The Broncos selection that I believe they will make is Quentin Nelson. With the signing of Case Keenum, you get to now protect him and you solidify an offensive line for the future Long-term, Garrett Bowles on the left tackle side, Ron Leary at left guard, at least we expect him to move over. And now you have your guy on the right side kind of anchoring that, and that's Quentin Nelson. And Nelson is quite the beast. He is, uh, as Lance Zerline of NFL.com put it, built like a bank safe. 35 reps to 225 at the combine. 6'5", 329. This is uh, a, a guy that is not fat. That's the thing. Is A lot of times you see offensive linemen, there's a little bit of bulky fatness to them. I'm not trying to say that as an insult. It's just kind of a, a reality. This guy is built. This is muscle. This is pure power. And Quentin Nelson is a very good offensive lineman coming out in the draft. He is, I think, unanimously the best one. Now, that's the selection I believe the Broncos will make. The one they should make is Baker Mayfield. Denver is going through an aftermath of what may be one of the worst quarterback situations they have seen potentially in franchise history, at least since the John Elway era. It was not that bad with Brian Greasy. It was not that bad with Jake Plummer, Jay Cutler, Kyle Orton. It was bad. With the Paxton Lynch, Trevor Simeon, Mark Sanchez was brought in, in in a case. It all didn't work. There was no talent there. They cut corners, and it showed. And Baker Mayfield would give the Broncos that path that they know they can follow down and the future in a franchise quarterback. Now, whether you believe that's the correct pick or not, another story. But at least you are now going down that path. It also says that you're moving on from Paxton Lynch. You, you hope the light bulb goes off, but if it doesn't, it doesn't bother you as well. So Mayfield ensures that that future and that path is is actually laid in a quarterback league because, again, we go back to that Case Keenum deal. It's a two-year deal. It's not a long-term deal. And if it just so happens that Case Keenum blows up and becomes this quarterback that could lead you to a Super Bowl, it plays better than what he did in Minnesota, well, then all of a sudden in two years, he's going to demand even more money. And it was a mistake then to do the short term. So you have to follow suit of what that plan is. And I do believe the plan is short term. Find the competent quarterback, Case Keenum. Then find the future. And Baker Mayfield would be such a tough talent to pass on. Now, it should be noted, the Broncos are big fans of Kyle Oletta. The Richmond Spider, I believe it is. Also of uh, some of the many quarterbacks that they looked at at the senior bowl, obviously Josh Allen, but certainly Mayfield is the guy they are zeroing in on. And they had the contingency at Baker Mayfield's pro day. 
They coached him at the Senior Bowl. He is a spunky, fiery, quality quarterback coming out of Oklahoma. Sure, he's short. Fine. But when it comes to raw talent and a skill set, that you can't coach. Baker Mayfield has a lot of it. Walked on twice in college. Texas Tech, Oklahoma. That's a guy who's had to earn it. You can't say that it just fell into the lap of Baker Mayfield. He earned it. And he's a Heisman Trophy winner too. Now Mayfield would represent the third early round quarterback essentially that John Elway has drafted. Obviously Brock Osweiler, Paxton Lynch. So he can't miss on this. But if he doesn't believe Baker Mayfield is a can't-miss option, that's where Quentin Nelson becomes the pick. So I do believe the Broncos will make the pick in Quentin Nelson. I I do believe, in my personal opinion, the Broncos should make the pick in Baker Mayfield and find that future at number five. So you can find me on Twitter. At Ronnie K Radio and uh, follow me there as I'll be, of course, covering this all off season long as we get closer to the draft. We'll be at Dove Valley uh, talking about the draft and the picks that the Broncos do make. And of course, any trades that may occur as well, too. You have to look at the Dolphins at 11, the Buffalo Bills who pick 12 and 22. Of course, they moved up. Uh, already to try to gain that ammunition as they look for a quarterback of the future. And then don't forget about Arizona, Arizona at 15. They've got a little bit of ammo. Not sure if they can make that jump all the way up into the top five, but again, it's the NFL draft. We've seen crazier things. You can find previous episodes of the Broncos Blitz podcast. That would be at milehighsports.com. You can follow my uh, co-host uh, with me today, but Sean Drotar at S Drotar on Twitter at Ronnie K radio. You can find in, of course, at milehighsports.com, all my work written and on the podcast, previous archived editions of the Broncos Blitz podcast. That is at milehighsports.com milehighsports.com. Com. We, of course, are presented by Tap 14, 70 Colorado beers on tap, and 100 Colorado distilled spirits. The terrific rooftop views all year long, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump from Coors Field. So be sure to stay updated on the Broncos at milehighsports.com. Read up on all the fun stuff going on with uh, your Denver Broncos and that team. Milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.